Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that you guys are having a fantastic day so far, whether your day is just beginning in the middle or towards the end. I hope that it is just going really well. I truly hope that for you. And if you are having a hard time, I always encourage everyone to do the five minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself. It gives you the opportunity to reset, reboot, restart, uh, like go back to baseline and just have that opportunity to just, again, restart your day right then and there. And you are able to do this as many times as you need during the day, week, month, or year. It doesn't matter. It's up to you. And if anyone gives you grief for it, they're just jealous that they don't have the courage and the strength to try and do that because why not just try to start your day over, especially if it's going really crappy or it's really tough or you're just mentally challenged like to the max, like why wouldn't you want to do that? So I just encourage you to do that. It also gives you an opportunity to take a break for any from any problems, issues, um, difficulties, burdens that you are currently dealing with that are currently just weighing you down. You know, take a break from those and also take some time to problem solve any problems that you are dealing with head on um, directly with someone. I encourage you to do that and um, so that after your five-minute reset and the next time that you have to deal with that problem, you will be able to go back and deal with it face-to-face and um, come back with a resolution and then be able to just move on and be done with that, hopefully. So gives yourself an opportunity to do that. I also always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things that you are grateful for, and those can be really big things, really small things, medium-sized things. It doesn't matter. Um, you just need to come up with anything that you're super grateful for that in that moment and that day. So you could be grateful for... Um, you know, being able to burn fall candles, you know, that's what I'm grateful for today. I have a fall candle burning on my desk right now. You can be grateful for being able to spend time with family and friends. You can be grateful for uh, maybe your workload at your job is lessening up to give you a little bit of a break before like a busy season, busy season starts. If your business does ramp up a lot in Q4, that's kind of like where I am. Um, and actually there is no let up though. I just feel like it's getting busier and busier, which is fine. But, um, or you can be grateful for, um, you know, being able to get all of your laundry done. Like, you know, that would be such a blessing for me if I could just actually catch up on laundry someday, someday I will. So it doesn't matter where it is. It can be big, small, or medium size. Just come up with a list of at least four things. And then before you end your five minute reset, just make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of your day, because hopefully creating your gratitude list really will help to shift your mindset and change your perspective. Um, and then taking a little break from anything that is super stressing you out or overwhelming you, causing you anxiety, will just give you an opportunity to just really realize that despite what you're going through, there are still amazing, um, positive things happening in your life that you can spend more time dwelling on those things than the negative so that it'll help you get through those really hard times that you may be experiencing. However, I do hope that on this Thursday, you're having a great day. Um, just a reminder that this week, we're talking about how to be supportive. And today, Thursday, we are talking about the best supportive actions. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. 
Today's episode will be very similar to yesterday's episode, except instead of giving you good examples of what to say to someone you want to support, I'm giving you actions you can take to support someone in need. Because sometimes you might be able to say everything you can in the entire world. Um, You might be able to come up with your own things. You might want to use some of the examples I gave yesterday or look up even more on the internet because it's a wonderful source of information. Uh, But maybe you're like, oh, words are just not enough or it doesn't seem to be helping them that much and you want to go and take the extra step of actually doing works and uh, doing act like real actions to help support them. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with what you say to someone. Um, that can just mean so much, but sometimes certain situations will call for more or you're definitely a works person and you want to um, bless them with some sort of uh, gift, action, whatever it may be. So, um, and again, I will be giving you quick reasons why I think these are some of the best actions to take to support someone, just in case you were asking yourself, well, why, why would you do that? Why would that be helpful? Why would that be a positive thing to do? So it'll just be a quick breakdown like yesterday. Um, and if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, I encourage you to go ahead and do that. Yesterday, I gave 10 of the best uh, statements you can say to support someone. And today's list will only be nine. I didn't want to try to push for 10 because I really didn't have 10 actions for you to do. And I didn't want to just make up some filler to round out the list just so it's an even number. So today is only nine. So the first one that I action that I would suggest is to bring them food. And I mentioned this yesterday, um, I would only encourage you to do this one if you know their diet and they are comfortable with you coming over to do this or maybe just dropping off the food. So, and I don't think it's rude to just drop off the food. There was an opportunity that I had to be on like a meal train and if you are not familiar with what that is, it is when um, there's actually a website and there's several websites where you can do it where you go and you find out like the person that uh, that you would be bringing meals to, which typically happens um, after someone's had a baby or maybe someone's lost a baby. That was the, um, and I've done it for all these kind of things or, you know, someone um, is grieving um, some other type of loss or they're just going through a hard time. Maybe they just had surgery, whatever it is. Um, the person that is in need or someone that knows them well enough will create a page that has what kind of foods they can have, what they prefer, um, a place for you to send like money or gift card if you don't cook, which is totally fine. And then you sign up to actually bring someone meals. So there was an opportunity that I had to bring someone a meal when they had lost a baby um, before it made it into this world uh, full term. And so, um, and I actually went to their house and um, they actually weren't there when I showed up. They were out taking a walk together as a family, which is super sweet. But I came by and all I did was when I waited for them to return and then I just left the food with them because I just felt like my presence there was going to be like overextending what they really needed and I was just like let me just drop this off I don't want to be in your way because you could definitely tell that they're still super emotional and going through it and so I just dropped it off and so I don't think that's a rude thing especially if they seem like they need more time or you express to them that you want them to have more time to be especially if they have other family members there you just want to like give this gift of the food that they 
they said that they liked and then and then be on your way. So I don't think that bringing food is uh, dropping off food is a bad thing. Now in regards to coming over, maybe you're going to cook a meal at someone's house or you're going to bring the meal and just heat it up there and serve them and do whatever. Just make sure that they're okay with that. A lot of times it might be better if you just um, maybe if you wanted to order takeout and have it delivered to their home by someone else um, because you maybe you know that they don't want to see anyone and it's just just not they're just not ready and it's just not a good opportunity and sometimes um, that might be the spot that they're in you know not people don't always need to be surrounded by others when they're dealing with really hard um, issues and experiences sometimes they just need a breath uh, uh, like room to breathe and have their own time to come up with their own thoughts and then invite people in to help them figure them out so anyway um, bringing them food is a great thing making them food is a great thing but just make sure that uh, it's going to work out with them that they're comfortable with it you don't want to push yourself on them at all whatsoever just give them the option to be like hey let me come over and cook you dinner will that be right like what do you prefer or do you mean to just bring dinner over like from a restaurant that you prefer whatever it may be that is a really good action to support someone the next one is <clears throat> excuse me I am like my voice is breaking up um the next one is to make them a care package which I think is super cute and fun so if you know the person well enough you can just put together a bunch of things in a cute little box or a basket or a bag or I don't know just bring a handful of things over if you want. Um, maybe you can bring their favorite like candy if they do that or their favorite beverage, um, maybe a book or a book that they've been wanting. Um, maybe like if you know what kind of, um, if, if they like beauty products or skincare or games, um, movies, if they watch movies on DVD or maybe a gift card to rent a movie online or buy it like on whatever website they like like iTunes or Amazon or something like that um yeah or flowers if they enjoy that maybe some um spices or uh, easy things to cook if they like to do that whatever it may be just come up with a cute little care package that would really make them smile and things that actually would be beneficial to them I always caution people when you're making care packages, make sure that you're making it uh, full of things that they would actually enjoy, not necessarily just things that you would enjoy that you think they may enjoy. Do you know what I mean? Because it's supposed to be serving them and not serving you. And as much fun as you might get out of giving someone something that has been so beneficial to you, um, if you don't take that extra step to actually think about whether it would be beneficial to them, then you're not doing it out of the goodness to help them. You're really just kind of like doing it to toot your own horn and be like oh look at this cool thing that's just been so beneficial to me and I want you to use it and it's just you know you need to help people in the way that they need to be helped also you should allow people to care and help the way they want to but you still have to consider that person's needs and wants in that as well so yeah just make a cute little care package get it together send it to them in the mail or bring it by their house in person um, and I think it'll be something that will brighten anyone's day um, and you can fill it with all kinds of things. Um, and if you don't know them, maybe you can find someone that does know them and give you some ideas of what to give them. The next one is to help run errands for them. So I would assume that you would need to know them well enough to know that, but I don't think that's true because I feel like there was a time in my life where something was going on and 
someone offered to run errands for me that I didn't really know that well. They're like, oh, do you want me to go grocery shopping for you or go pick this up or go do this, that, and the other? And it was just such a sweet offer. And um, so maybe you can do that. Maybe if you know someone needs to go grocery shopping and you just want to get their list from them or uh, maybe they don't quite know what they want fully, you can just like FaceTime them or uh, video call them from the store and figure out what you need to get and what they like, what they prefer. Um, Or maybe you need to maybe someone's car needs to be maintenance or maybe there is maybe they don't have a way to get to their appointment for whatever reason you can take them um there are so many opportunities for errands that you can help someone out with so uh, maybe you can just ask like is there something i can take take you somewhere i can take you or um be company to you but while you go to an appointment if you need it or are there like little errands and jobs i can do for you that will free up your time or just uh, you know, lower your stress and anxiety and feelings of being overwhelmed. So that's definitely a really good choice. The next one is to sit with them in their pain and listen. I think this is one of the easiest ones. It doesn't cost you anything other than your time and your attention. Um, So it doesn't really cost you any money, but you can just sit with them and listen to what they have to say and um, just be a shoulder to cry on, to lean on, and someone to shed tears on so that they can just get out what they need to share um, without someone judging them or interrupting them or trying to give advice no just sit with them in their pain if even if you're just sitting in quiet maybe you're giving them a hug you know maybe you're just sitting across the room from them but you're just listening and you're just there for them in their time of need which is it's amazing gift so if someone wants that give it to them um if you don't they don't know that they want it but you start just giving it to them that's amazing too The next one is to offer to take them out to do something. So um, maybe there's an activity that you know that they really enjoy. Um, I would say going to the movies, but I don't know if anyone's doing that right now. Um, I know in my area, a lot of people are doing the whole outdoor movie thing where you... um, you know, park your car. It's like a drive-in kind of movie, like the old, like back in the day. And so that's fun. So if they like to do that, or maybe they like to just go window shopping or go shopping for stuff. Um, maybe they like to, um, let's see, what else could you do? Oh, go to the library. Are libraries open right now? I don't know. Um, I've been to a library in quite some time. Um, only a few years actually, but yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, maybe ice skating you know, um, maybe, I don't know, maybe some other event, but yeah, just find something fun that you know that they really enjoy and then invite them out and just, if you can afford it to offer to pay or just cover them or, and if you can't afford that, maybe you can get some money together from a couple of friends and all pull in together and then take them to do something super fun. Oh yeah. Maybe like an arcade or something that would be fun or just take them out to a nice dinner or just drinks and appetizers or dessert or like whatever it may be. So find something um, fun that they would like to do, offer to take them out. And I would say don't overwhelm them with too many people because sometimes, uh, especially people that are going through um, trouble times and stressors may not do well in a big group. So I wouldn't necessarily jump to that unless that is something that they express that they actually truly want. So keep that in mind. The next one is to offer to exercise or get moving with them to release some endorphins. So, um, 
I, <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought about this one, but I just think that maybe someone, um, maybe it appears to you, you never know until you actually ask someone, but maybe it appears to you that someone's been all cooped up in their home or it just seems like they're sad and they haven't gone anywhere. Maybe offer to be like, hey, do you want to go on a walk together? Or do you want to go to the gym together? Or maybe they work out at home and be like, hey, do you want me to do a workout with you here at home? And, you know, it's sometimes it can be really hard to get into that, back into those habits, especially um, if you have been dealing with so many um, hard things alone and you can easily just slip out of those habits, those things that you've had going for so long, or maybe they newly started a habit and kind of gave it up and just offer to like get there, get, get moving with them, you know, like really, um, get a sweat on, like even if it's just a mini sweat from like a nice walk, um, maybe you just want to get outside and see the changing colors. If you are in the Northern hemisphere where fall is coming, um, but maybe you're in the Southern and spring is coming. So you can see that too. And yeah, and just invite them to get outside or just get, get, do something. Um, even maybe you, maybe, um, you have like a, a video game, like a Nintendo Switch or something like that, that has one of those dance games, offer to do that. Just try to get them moving. I think that's a really good action because it can really like shake off some of that dust of this stress and the anxiety and the problems that you're sitting and dwelling on and just get some endorphins going through your body and make you feel a little bit more alive and a little bit more alert and a little bit more positive about what's going on. The next one is to send a card or letter to them with some encouragement. I think this is a great idea. You know, a lot of people like to get mail. I really enjoy getting mail. It's super exciting. And um, maybe you don't want to mail it or maybe you're terrible at mailing things. I am guilty of this 1000%. But maybe if they don't live near you, maybe you want to send them a card or send them a letter and actually write some um, personalized message inside or write them a long letter. A really good friend of mine from high school and from um, middle school and growing up, honestly, um, wrote me a letter recently. I have not responded because I got it right before I moved and then I lost it and now I have to find it and then to respond. We used to write letters to each other all the time and I am a terrible person at mailing things to people. Ask anyone that I've mailed a present to. It's terrible. Um, but anyway, I, I was really super excited when I got it, but I lost it. And so now I got to find it in my all my moving stuff. And so I can read it and send her one back. But it's super fun. But maybe you don't want to send it in the mail. Maybe you want to just drop it by their home. Uh, maybe you want to include it in your little care package that you create for them. Whatever it is, a lot of people love to read little note cards and letters with like positive, loving, caring sentiment and just true honesty if you want to throw some of that in there. And anything else you want to tell them or maybe you want to tell like little jokes or reminisce um, with like more positive memories to help them get out of like that dark place that you can when you're really dwelling on the problems and issues that you're currently going through it's so easy to focus on the negative than it is on the positive so yeah writing them a little card or a letter could be a really big way to to help them um, feel a little bit better and the next one is to surprise them with a small gift or treat you know something that shows you care in your own way so maybe um, they invite you over and then on your way over to visit them you stop by the bakery and get them one of their favorite cookies or brownies or maybe you get them a little gift card to go get coffee or maybe you grab them a coffee um, or a beverage that they truly just love um, or maybe you just make something at home and bring it to them it doesn't always have to be be um, 
a money thing. You don't always have to spend money. You can just do something at home or maybe you decide to knit them something if you knit. Um, Whatever it may be, maybe you decide to paint them something or whatever um, creative crafty skills that you have, you can put those to work and then create a little small gift or treat for them and bring it to them next time you see them and it'll just like put a smile on their face because I feel like most people enjoy surprises and especially if you do something um, that really shows that you care and that you know them. Um, it's just so special and maybe you're like, oh, I don't really know them that well. Well, if you want to take a couple steps um, to do some research, you could always ask someone that does know them really well, get some ideas and then do that and that that might even surprise them even more that you actually went through the work to figure out what they like, even if you don't know them that well and then to execute that to get them something, uh, some little small thing that they could really enjoy. The last one I have for you is to help with regular chores. So let me tell you a quick little story. About six years ago, I think, um, there was someone that I know that had a child and they, I think it was like right before they had the child, they posted online a list of things that people who came over to visit should do when they come over to visit the mom. And one of the things that was pointed out on the list is to come over secretly, like, no, not come over secretly, but come over with secretly cleaning products in your purse or in your bag and then ask to use the restroom and then clean up and secretly try to clean up um, while you're there. And I thought that was a little far-fetched because I'm like, really, you want me to start packing some some antibacterial wipes and um, a spray bottle and all this stuff to secretly clean your bathroom while I'm there as a gesture of wanting to help out and be supportive. I think that's a little much. However, I do think that it's it's fine to like go to some, if you're going to visit someone, you just offer to be like, hey, do you want me to like load your dishes for you or wash your dishes? Do you want me to like tidy up anything for you you want me to vacuum um especially if someone just come back from surgery or they've just had a baby and um or if they're just so feeling so down so sad so depressed and they just can't get themselves to do anything um yeah just offer to do those kind of chores around the house that they just can't really get to right now and maybe and I'm not saying that everyone should do all of these things on this list I'm saying that you could choose one of these things and if you are totally fine with doing chores and that's like your thing I know plenty of people that really really enjoy cleaning then choose that so you can just go in and be like hey I just want to help you out I really care about you and I would just be so honored if you would allow me to do this that and the other so um and yeah just do that just just go ahead and tidy up a little bit they'll super appreciate it just as long as you don't make it into something that's like oh my gosh your home is so dirty let me clean it like never say anything like that just be like I'd be so honored to help you out and help you tidy up is there anything that you would prefer I do or should I just pick a couple things like how you can phrase it one of those ways or find another very nice non-judgmental way to offer your help in doing some chores around the home well that's it you guys I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and these tips on some 
some of the best supportive actions that you can do for someone that is in need of support. Again, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. And um, yeah, I just appreciate you guys coming back and listening every single time. Please make sure that you join me for tomorrow, Friday's episode, when I talk about all the things that you shouldn't do when you're trying to support someone. It'll be a great little list to round out the week. And um, if you've missed any episodes so far, I just encourage you to go back and listen. It's totally fine. They're always going to be there for you to listen. So um, check the description box for notes for the show, my email address, and for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo or at Real Positive Girl Podcast. But until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.